Great to have your company on Racing Pulse once again. Don't forget, we've got David Gately with his early look ahead coming up a little later in the program. We'll also have the full form preview for Pakenham this evening. Uh, looking forward to that with Warren Huntley a little later. But right now, it's time to have a chat to Danny O'Brien because we get to see some of his really good horses back at Sandown tomorrow, which no doubt he is very much looking forward to. Good morning, Danny. You well? I'm well, thanks, Mark. Uh, call sign Mav, he's been a good horse since he's joined the team, hasn't he? Yeah, look, he, he came over as a real warrior. You know, he'd, he'd won two or three group ones, I think, already in New Zealand, and he's been terrific here. We're very pleased that he broke his group one duck in Australia over the spring, and, uh, you know, every time he goes to the race, he gives a good effort. He's a trier, uh, and that's exactly what he did in his trial. He looked like he wanted to lay in a little bit in that Geelong trial, did he? He's Yeah, look, he can always be a bit awkward, but... Um, Jamie Mott's got a great relationship with him and uh, I'm sure he'll give us a good ride again on Saturday. Does he need the cut out of the ground to beat a field like the All first up? I think possibly, yeah. Look, um, yeah, against horses like I'm Thunderstruck and uh, the like, then he would suggest that you need that in his favour. But he has got a very good fresh record. Mm. Um, yeah, he, he's I think, been first or second in, in all but one of his first up runs. So... Um, and he's just such a competitor. You know, you've got to give him a chance any time you take him to the races. Where do you see him in the run? Does he does he just settle back first up? He wouldn't be too far away. Natural patterns to be in the first three or four. Um, I, I would imagine that that's where he'd take a position. Young Verter, it's hard to believe this horse has still only won one race in his career. Uh, he's had a few issues here and there. How did he come through his, uh, his Melbourne Cup campaign? Yeah, we, we were very happy with him. Other than the Melbourne Cup day, and, and you know, we just put it down to the two mile it was a bridge too far for him. Um, he, he sort of travelled just with Gold Trip till about the six hundred, and then he, he was out of tickets when they straightened, and just didn't run a strong two mile. So uh, he had only had four races over the spring and didn't have a taxing time of it. So he, he seems to have bounced out of it really well. You know, the horses that come out of the spring and in the autumn it's generally reasonably straightforward because they have that really good base fitness and. Um, yeah, he's one of those. He had a nice trial at Geelong, and uh, I think a mile first up's a good setup for him. And considering the class of race that he normally competes in, it, it's it's probably a lesser class. Uh, do you give him a chance of causing a, a, an upset first up? Yeah, absolutely. No, he, he, he's um, you know his two runs for the Cup were, were beaten three lengths in the Cox Plate and, and beaten a length and a half in the Turnbull Stakes. So um, yeah, it's good enough form to be running really well in a, in a much weaker race there on Saturday. Are you looking at an Australian Cup as his main target? Yeah, well, I, I, I think he's a difficult horse to place. You know, we're not going to look ever again at running him probably beyond 2,400. Um, you know, ideally, we would be able to find a, a handicap race at 2,000 or 2,400, but um, there's not a lot of that around. So, you know, you're sort of forced to, to push him towards an Australian Cup. And then Sparkle's an intriguing runner, this former uh, Japanese mayor who looked really good at the trials. Did uh, did she surprise you, or were you expecting a, a, a jump out in a trial like that? No, look, she ha- didn't surprise us, because we've had her for quite a while now. Um, she's been with us for over six months. We gave her a little prep and then a spell, and then she's had a, a nice build-up this time, and, and had already trialled in a Geelong three or four weeks before the one that, that um, you're talking about. And, and Blake Shin trialled her that day and was very impressed with her. And um, He trialled her again. And, and you know, she's an impressive style of mare. She's big, powerful, uh, good sort of 
now. And, um, yeah, she hasn't raced for nearly a year, so she's entitled to get improvement out of whatever she does on Saturday. But she, she's got some good form from Japan, and um, we're certainly happy with the way she's prepped up for Saturday. So how does she uh, come to your stable from Japan? So Robert Anderson, who's a terrific client of our stable, he has a JR8 licence. Um, and he, he buys a yearling or two there each year, which he races up in Japan. Um, we've had a couple of others come down who were horses that hadn't made the grade there. Like they came to us as maidens, and um, we, we've won races with them. Capella and Carrie, they were. Um, but this is the first one that's come down from the JRA with with the really good form against some of their better horses. So um, that, that's why she's with us. But She's on her way to Robert's Broodmare Band at some stage, but um, we'd like to think she can have a bit of an impact in Australia before that happens. So is it difficult to get a, a class read on her, or as soon as she comes in the stable and you do some work, you say, no, she's definitely an Aussie group class horse? Uh, I think, yes. At the first prep, she was still a bit sore and had a few issues, so we only gave her about six weeks. But this prep, it's been really, really positive and uh, you know, people like Blake have been on her and given us really good feedback and, and you know, obviously she trialled up with a very good horse there in Tuvalu at um, Geelong. So, yeah, she she looks like a, a really nice filly and uh, we're hoping she can give us a, a nice run there Saturday and, and some confidence to head on to bigger and better races. Might be drawn just a touch awkward, but can you? do you think she can win Saturday? Uh, look, I, again, we'll, we'll be riding her conservative given that draw um, and given the fact she's nearly a year off so um, just depend how the map looks and, and where she gets her running but I, I'll be disappointed if she doesn't run very well. You've got hellish running in the big prize money on Saturday the English uh, Millennium as well um, is hellish already in Sydney? How's he settled in? Uh, no he'll go up there tonight okay. so he'll just get to Rose Hill first thing Friday morning have a quiet day there on Friday and then go across to Ramwick on Saturday. Uh, he's very well. You know, he had a, he's four weeks off his first up run down the straight, which was good. And he's also had a trial at Geelong in between time, where we applied a set of blinkers, and um, that seemed to really focus him up. And uh, no, he's a horse that's had a, had a bomb-proof preparation, which is always a positive for a two-year-old going to a big race. And uh, he'll get to Ramwick on Saturday as good as we can have him. And you know, it's a, a pretty deep um, field this year. Mm. There seems to be plenty of nice well-performed Sydney two-year-olds particularly in it and a couple coming up from Melbourne. So um, we expect him to run well and uh, you know, going in there with no excuses. Ben Hayes has said this morning there's a fair bit of rain around, so would some cut out of the track suit? I don't think it hurt him. You know, he, He's a horse that we think one day will run a strong 1,400 and um, if it became a bit more of a test, I don't think that would be a negative for him. Is he your Blue Diamond horse as well? Oh, I, I think he's more of a size horse. You know, he, he's one that we probably think that... Uh, 1,400 will be the right trip for him as a two-year-old. But uh, yeah, like all of us, you assess these two-year-olds. Every time you go to the races, you get a bit more of an idea of, of where they might be headed. And um, you know, this is Saturday's the first time we've really had him screwed down to, to give a big effort. And um, what you see is what you get on Saturday. We'll, we'll all be able to assess him from there. You got a couple of nice chances tonight as well. Uh, futile resistance looked good on a race start in the first at Packenham. Lovely colt. Yeah, he's, a, he's an expensive Almanzil colt that um, Sean Buckley bought for us uh, a couple of years ago and he's been very patient with him and uh, he, he came through his first up run really well and stepping to the miles, a, a big positive for him tonight. So 
Um, we're expecting him to be hard to beat. And uh, you've got Grinzinger, Bishop, and uh, first up, and then you've got Far Flung in the last two as well. So both give him good chances. Yeah, both got good hopes. Um, Grinzinger, Bishop will, will definitely improve with the run, and, and Far Flung was good first up the other day. He's going to go around short enough in the market, and if he gets a nice run, he should be hard to beat. Good on you, Danny. Best of luck over the next few days. Thanks, Mike.